There's an immediate need for more foster parents in the Willimantic area. Let's talk about that this morning with Annalise Sear, Recruitment Coordinator for Community Health Resources Foster Care Team. Annalise, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. And for starters, just explain to the folks what CHR, Community Health Resources, is. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, So, yes, I work for Community Health Resources. So it's the state's most comprehensive nonprofit behavioral health care agency. It offers a wide range of services for people of all ages whose lives have been touched by mental illness, addictions, trauma, homelessness, uh, much, much more. Um, Programs in eastern Connecticut can range from outpatient care to intensive residential treatment programs. So among CHR's many programs for children and families is functional family therapy, therapeutic foster care, uh, which is now available in the greater Willimantic area and what I will be speaking to you about today. Tell me more about the therapeutic foster care program. Sure. So this is a DCF-funded program to help match children and teens with trained foster parents who can provide loving, supportive environments to help youth navigate the challenges of growing up. Um, So functional family therapy, it is an evidence-based in-home clinical intervention for at-risk youth and families. And it focuses uh, on the family as a unit because family change is the best way to individual change. Um, so what this looks like is a, um, a therapist and a family support specialist come into the home. So when we have a, a foster um, uh, family, so a foster parent and a foster child in the home, we um, we want to stabilize that that placement. We want to put in um, as many supports as possible to to make sure that the child doesn't bounce. And um, because once our children start to bounce, it's really hard to get them to to stop. So we um, we have a family um, support specialist and a therapist coming into the home on a weekly basis to um, to provide um, support and and therapy to kind of build that uh, that relationship and the trust. Um, work on communication, talk about the trauma that the the child has um, you know gone through, and um, because we it used to be that um, a lot of times children would be sent to individual therapy, but that's not really helpful if a child is working on um, you know trauma triggers and, and and things like that and and speaking about you know struggles in their life when the the family doesn't know about it. We need to have the family know too and be involved in that so we can build that relationship. Um, so this this typically it's a short term um, uh, service typically lasting about six to nine months, depending on how long every child is different. Some children come into a home and they stabilize within, you know, three months. Um, Sometimes it's longer. So, you know, we were there for as long as, you know, they need us there. And, you know, once things have stabilized, then we we will drop down to case management where the family support specialist will still be in contact and seeing the child on a monthly basis. And, um, in, you know, if things arise, if, you know, down the road again and behaviors pop up, we can come right back in and provide FFT all over again. So we're just, we're a highly supportive program who we're just, we're there because we want our children to, to stabilize. We want them to, to thrive and, and we want them to, you know, stay, stay with the, a family and, and have that, that opportunity to, to be in a, a loving, safe and supportive environment. In your foster care program, you've used the word children. What's the age range that you're looking to place 
children with families? How young and then what would be the, the highest age? So in our program, typically our children are, uh, are their age ranges from like 11 to 17 for the most part. So definitely teens, 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 teens. <laughs> and I know that that can sound a little bit scary, but um, but it's also, it's, it's kind of nice because when our our children, they, you know, they're older, they're more independent. Some of them have jobs, some of them have, you know, after school programs, um, you know, so it's that kind of, that's really nice. And, but like I said, we are, we are there to support because we all know that parenting is, is not easy regardless of the age, but teens for sure. In that 11 to 17 year age category, is there a particular age group that has the greatest needs? Um, I would say like the, yeah, like the kind of, um, you know, 15, you know, there are once they are, they're in the, the teens and they're, they're kind of in between the, um, you know, the ages of, of, you know, 15 and then aging out of, uh, you know, DCF, they, that's when they, you know, they're kind of learning that independence. Right. And, and so sometimes that can be, that can be a, a struggle. So we really, really, you know, I mean, we, they all, all of our children require, you know, a lot of support, but I definitely think that that kind of, you know, 15, 16, there's, they're, they're exploring, right? <laughs> and you have an immediate need for foster parents in the Willimantic area. How does the process work? So um, it starts out with somebody inquiring. So um, one of, you know, the best ways to, to, and I can provide maybe at the end of the call, I can provide all that information of how to get in touch with us. But a lot of times people will come to our info session. They, you can sign up on Facebook and the link is there and you can come. We, we hold them every, the first Monday of every month at 6 p.m. via Zoom. And we'll explain our program and answer any questions. Um, and then from there, what we do is we send out an application. And once that's completed, then we will um, we will give you a call to um, to set up a, an initial home visit, so we can come see see your home and meet you face to face and answer any more questions. And then from there, we we kind of we start the process. We have to um, run a series of background checks. We do something called a home study where we will, you know, sit down with you for a length of time and ask you lots of questions about your, your childhood, you know, relationships, your, your children of your own, um, you know, hobbies, communication styles. So it's, it's a really in-depth kind of get to know you. And, um, and then we will um, get you uh, hooked up with one of our tips map classes, which is required course. And it lasts about four weeks, and it's held uh, twice a week in the evenings via Zoom. And and that's just going to, um, you know, give you that certification to to be a licensed parent. Um, and then from from there, we, you know, there's documentation that we do require, like your, you know, your homeowner's insurance and pet vaccinations and things like that. So all the while, you can kind of gather those over the, the months that it kind of takes to get licensed. Um, and then um, it you know, that's the kind of the brunt of, of the process. And sometimes it can be as quick as like three months, and sometimes it can be a little bit lengthier too. Annalise Sear is recruitment coordinator for CHR's FFT foster care team. What happens to youth and teens who are not placed with foster families? So they, they oftentimes will linger in group homes or other residential facilities um, sometimes we've had children who just kind of couch surf between either 
family members and friends or, and just kind of go off the grid for a while, which is sad because a lot of times what happens with them is they end up either in a hospital or even a detention center. So they, we, we really need homes to, you know, so these kids can thrive. Who can be a foster parent? Um, so most people can be. Um, the, some of the basic requirements are being 21 or older, having a GED or higher, having an insured vehicle, pass a series of background checks. You can either rent a home or own a home. You can be single or married. Uh, we do require a spare bedroom, though. Our, our children cannot share with, you know, one of your children or another foster child. Can you have more than one foster child in a home, or is it only one? So uh, only if there's siblings. So for FFT, because this is a therapeutic foster care program, so you you can only have one FFT um, foster child at a time. What kind of support? What kind of support does CHR provide for foster parents? Yeah. So again, highly supportive. So that licensed clinical therapist and the family support specialist. They are, their phones are turned on from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And so they are always there to, you know, support you and they're in your home on a weekly basis, sometimes more. Um, and then also after hours, so from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And on the weekends and holidays, there's a 24-7 on-call licensed clinical therapist. Um, so if, if an, an issue arises at 11 o'clock at night, you still have uh, somebody to call for support. Um, we also offer med management and and even I, as a recruitment coordinator, I have a very close relationship with all of my families because we're the first to meet them. So we're we're there to support them as well. Annalise, give me a feel-good story about kids and teens that thrive in the right environment. Oh, uh, so yeah. So when when they do thrive in the right environment, it's just so rewarding and amazing to see. Um, so they're, you know, their, their brains are still developing at this age. And, um, and so when they do have that, that stress-free, supportive, loving environment, they, you, you just, you see wonders happen. And I remember this one foster mom who told us a story about how one time she was in the kitchen. It was like a random Tuesday or something. She's in the kitchen, just doing whatever. And her, her foster child was sitting on the couch and he, he goes to her, do you, you know, do you know what today is? And, and she said, she said, no, what's today? And he said, it's my four month anniversary of being in this home with you. And she was like, oh, you know, wow. He was like, I've never lasted four months in a home. And, and so because she provided that, that, in that safe environment where, and she allowed, you know, she was patient. Patience is very, very important because you're going to have bumps. But I always feel like if you can get over that kind of first initial, because, you know, they're, it's stressful for them to be in, in a new home that they don't know the family and um, and have to, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. So, you know, that child was, um, it, she she was patient and she, um, you know, he, he lasted over four months and then she ended up adopting him. So, so yeah, love and patience, it, it, it pays off. While every youth has a unique story and some ultimately reunite with their birth parents, is it common for foster parents to ultimately adopt children or teens? Yeah, we do. I mean, yes, of course, we would love to see our kids go back with their bio families, but um, yeah, it's not, it doesn't always happen. And, and we have, it's, it's funny because that, that mother that I just told you about, she, um, she, she said, I went into fostering, you know, 
not not wanting to adopt. I did not plan to adopt. That was not, I, you know, and so anyways, she ended up adopting not one, but two children. So it does, it happens, it happens a lot. So, and it's wonderful. It's really wonderful to see. This is National Adoption Awareness Month, all month in November. Do you have a message to share with parents who've adopted foster children? Yeah, I, gosh, I, we appreciate our foster and adopted parents so, so much. Um, we all know that parenting in itself is difficult, but these parents are going above and beyond to help severely traumatized children. So that love and patience that I see from our parents, it's, it's amazing. And to, they're heroes in my eyes. Um, and we just, we can't thank them enough. I, I, one of my favorite things about this job is doing the, you know, uh, um, the foster parent appreciation uh, events that we do typically, you know, several times a year. And it's, it's so great because it's just like a, a big family. And I just, yeah, I, we appreciate them. So thank you. Your foster care team is hosting a special event tomorrow. Tell me about the event at Grounded Coffee at 869 Main Street, Willimantic. Yeah, so we're sponsoring a coffee event um, where anyone who comes to Grounded Coffee tomorrow uh, between those hours will get a free coffee or drink. And we're going to have a table set up there um, with information about our program. So, you know, we hope that people come visit us to learn what, more about whether um, – whether it be just to inquire about becoming a foster parent or to learn ways that you can help to spread the word. Because even if you are not, um, you know, able to foster, then, you know, you might know somebody who you say, oh, this, this might be good for them. So you can refer or maybe you own a business and you can put a, um, a, a, a postcard in your window for us or hang up a flyer. Um, put up a lawn sign if you are on a busy road or something. So there's so many ways that people can can help us to bring awareness and to find more foster homes. Um, so so please come come stop by and and uh, and help us help us find these homes. That's 10 a.m. until noon tomorrow at Grounded Coffee, 869 Main Street, Willimantic. And as you suggested earlier, let people know how they can find out more about the foster care program at CHR. Yep. So like I said, so go on Facebook, sign up for our info session, um, and then you can also give us a call on our main line, which is 860-730-8727. Or give us an, uh, shoot us an email at chrfostercare at chrhealth.org. And when you go to Facebook, what do you search for? Is that community health resources? What's the search term to bring it right to your page? Yep. So go to community health resources and then go under the uh, events tab. And there, um, every every Monday, there's an event um, for 6 p.m. Every, no, I'm sorry, not every Monday. The first Monday of every month, there's a um a link to register for our info session. There is an immediate need for more foster parents in the Willimantic area. Get more information by calling 860-730-8727 or go to the event tomorrow at Grounded Coffee, 10 until noon at 869 Main Street. Annalise, keep up the good work. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you so much. Annalise Sear is Recruitment Coordinator for Community Health Resources, FFT, Foster Care Team.